Listening to Lightning Strikes Thrice, a JRPG Games Club podcast. This is episode seven of season four, covering uh, the end of chapter thirteen through fifteen, the main plot of Final Fantasy fifteen. Last we left off, the crew invaded Gralia, and Noctis has been sucked into a crystal, and this is where we pick up from last time. And we hear a voice speaking to us, and the subtitles tell us it's Bahamut. And Nox is floating in an abyss of light, surrounded by crystals gleaming like stars, and he is caught by Bahamut, who, uh, he, he looks a lot like, um, like he looked like in Final Fantasy X. Like, yeah, he's like ten, but armor and not a dragon. And yeah, he's, he's not a dragon. giant. He's huge. Yeah. This looks so cool. It's like when a person stands on a mecha's hand in an anime. That's the scale we're talking about. That's exactly what's happening here. Yeah, so he looks like like a also, mechanized dragon. He has like dragon. a thousand swords and it's so fucking sick. It's yeah. really cool. It's a cool design. <laughs> Bahamut's great. Uh, so he, he offers to tell us uh, truths and we ask we can ask where we are. He says that we are Thank in the God heart. Explain the plot, daddy. Yes, please explain the plot, daddy. Sword, <laughs> sword daddy. And uh, he says that we are in the, the heart of the crystal where the soul of the star lives and in this place, Noctis will gain the power to fulfill his calling. I wrote that and find that so stupid. That's I can't believe really that's really weird. I uh-huh. forgot about that and I wrote this yesterday. You mean like he's just like, yeah, this is how you power up. <laughs> no, that yeah. the soul of the star is separate from its body. Oh, oh well, no. That's a running theme, isn't it? Oh, no. Uh, oh, that's that. Uh, that's where the bosses in Kingdom Hearts come from, is that the uh, the stars are actually the nobodies. The soul is here, and all of the Heartless are fighting Sora. Got it. Okay, that explains so Kingdom Hearts 2.5? Don't worry about it. That's a joke for somebody. <laughs> Welcome to the Kingdom Hearts podcast. You don't want to talk. We don't want to talk about it now. Yeah. Yeah. Hearts Pleasure was here. 13. We can't, we can't get into this it. And we'll laugh. We can't get into it. <laughs> we can ask about our friends, and uh, Bahamut... <laughs> says that they, uh, they are trying to hold back the darkness and hold on to hope, waiting for Noctis to return. Uh, the crystal is in process of giving its light to the ring. And when the process is complete, he can ascend to becoming the true king. And by his own hand, the immortal accursed can be banished and the light restored to the world. And you can ask about the accursed, it's Arden. Of course. I mean, yeah. Why do you... Uh, what? And we already explained know. why. Because of the, the scourge and yeah. whatnot. And yeah, he's yeah, so yeah. impure that he was deemed unworthy of the crystal. 
and he became twisted also, by Spike. Also, only impure because he healed the world. Yeah. Fuck you. That doesn't really make he didn't sense to me. He the world. He absorbed. Fuck you. Well, he really, he he's saved like, the world for like thousands of years or whatever. No, he yeah. built it into himself. So we don't know if it was because, oh, he was healing the world, or if it was because, hey, I we want more do of this. Know we that do know because that. that's what everyone in the game has told us. The reason that no, this Arden told us that, that, and Bahamut told us that, and the lore notes told us that. The reason the Star Scourge took so long to return is because Arden was keeping it at bay. He had, mm. like, absorbed all the bad right, but what juju. was he doing? But what was his reasoning? Well, was it to the be problem. good? He or was it actually... Yeah. Oh, he was a king, and he was trying to heal his people, and he did. But the way... He's... Like, Noctis is gonna do the same thing. The only thing that changed is the crystal said, you're good enough before... Arden did the healing first. And then the crystal said, nah, you're too impure. You but did it Noctis, wrong. Noctis is gonna get chosen first, suck it up, and then use the light of the ring to destroy it. Yeah. And himself. Super arbitrary. That's why Arden dies at the scene. It is arbitrary. It is Fuck really you. is. Yeah. It's just like weird old money shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, he's so twisted by spite and saw and therefore sought revenge by bringing so. darkness by the world. So Arden, bad dude. Well, I hey, would be a little so mad a too if like I absorbed literally the darkness to save people for thousands of years and everyone treats me like I'm the bad guy. Look, 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 the darkness is a Pretty good band. We don't, we don't have to slander the darkness here. It's a pretty good PS3 game. <laughs> yeah, dude, that game fucking rules. A terrible <laughs> movie, though. Oh, the, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, no. There was a movie about it. Yeah, it's bad. It's very I bad. Wait, about the, the game? Yes. No, about the movie. No. Oh, oh, wait. wait, what? The, yeah, it's the darkness movie, uh, game movie, right? No. Oh, I want to watch that. I'm what? just talking about a movie called oh. The Darkness. No, the game is based on a on a comic book, right? Yeah. That, oh, comic, no. that comic book is weird because it crosses over with, like, Witchblade, I think? Anyway. Um, we're talking to Bahamut. We're still talking to Bahamut. And when we ask him we about, ask about uh, what Providence, Providence is, uh-huh. fuck off. It's a place in Rhode Island. <laughs> it's a nice little town. Little city. That's just what they call the magic power. Uh-huh. This is the only tie to 13, the 13 universe. Like, hanging around because that's what uh the the um, what's his Lissy, name falsy what bunavelza that's what his um, power is called oh really oh, oh called yeah providence yeah yeah that's the only thing left over other than there are some pictures of etro you can see in the background of cutscenes, like paintings oh i didn't know that yeah yeah i thought etro was I, I remember being told Etro was in the logo for this game, but that's not true, and we'll get to it. It's one of the artistic renderings in the paintings looks like Etro does. Uh-huh. It looks like the logo before you beat the game. Okay. okay. Like, Etro is in that pose in some of the paintings. That's weird. I mean, so it might have started By like that. By the way, I love changed. that logo change. Very hype. That's oh, very yeah. good, actually. We'll talk about that. It's really good. Yeah. But also, I'm sad you don't get to hear the good song anymore and you hear this other shitty song. Okay. Uh, anyway, so, it's magic power. He could only receive it while at the throne, at the cost of his own life. And Bahamut uh, t- also tells him, in case you forgot the theme of the game, the theme of the game is, quote, many sacrificed all for the king, so the king must sacrifice himself for all. Very subtle. Mm-hmm. You remember when robber barons used to care about the people? <sighs> Uh-huh. Levi- Why did I write Leviathan? 
Bahamut then <laughs> drops him into the light, and Noctis floats there in the fetal position as we get flashbacks of his entire life as well as our journey. Uh-huh. And the ring begins to glow brighter and brighter until the screen fades to white, and Bahamut's voice says the ring is full, go to insomnia, reclaim the throne, defeat the usurper, and fulfill your calling. Noctis awakes, awakens sitting in a stone cell uh, with a goatee and a long and a long disheveled hair. He hears a familiar barking and rises, and we resume control. Oh. Right outside is Umbra with a letter saying, and it says, be waiting in Hammerhead. You know, he, it's not just a goatee. He's also got a chin strap. So he's like, he's almost yeah. pretty much got a full beard going. But it's Does like, he? I didn't. Yeah, it's it's like when a uh, it's when a high schooler tries to grow grow a beard. Yeah, it's not very full. Like it's a little it's a little scratchy, or you know, a lot of patches. And scraggly. Not scraggly. Only had ten years to work on it, my guy. Does yeah? Look, does the so how did his muscles not atrophy in the ten years? So the time Magic. skip happens in the crystal, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's how long it took for the ring to absorb all the power. Okay. For no reason. Yeah. Well. Look, there's a there's a lot of matter in the soul of a star. Uh-huh. Also, uh-huh. when did he shave? Like, when, like, why doesn't he have a full beard? No, that, that's all he could grow. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, as far that's... as it goes. <laughs> Look, did... not everyone can do it. Yeah, no, you have I, to go I... bald, and then all your hair migrates out of your chin. Oh yeah, that's a that's a thing that happens. Not technically, baldness but is sort actually, of. Baldness is actually when your hair recedes into your scalp, grows down your through your face and comes out your chin and back. But also your nose and yeah. ears. Hell yeah. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> and into your brain, that's why all people I cannot people wait are... for hair to grow out of my ears so I don't have to clean my ears anymore. That's not how that works, Chris. Did anyone it just pushes expect... it all out as it grows, right? That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> no. My guy, no. <laughs> that's gross. Please. Wash your ears, dude. <laughs> I definitely wash my ears. <laughs> Uh, I don't think you'd hear us if we didn't. Oh, it makes this podcast so much better. Act three, the chosen king's calling. We're in chapter fourteen <laughs> now, motherfuckers. We're almost done. Sort Did of. anyone? Oh God, it's Ex- only been two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. Did anyone it's expect a- this time skip? This time jump? Uh, no, no. It I really. Not, it's really weird years. that you get kidnapped by a god for ten years. It was spoiled for me. Oh, I was kidnapped yeah. by a government for six, and I'll. Mm. Mm. I I get what you're saying in spirit. I agree with you. Chapter fourteen, you know what, homecoming. You know what the one with Spider-Man contract. In it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so Doctus is driving the boot. Uh, yeah, the Karibo shoe. Come on, dude. <laughs> He's driving the boat from the holy island of you know Anglebard. It's where they're taking the hobbits. Come on, you heard the song. They're taking Eisenberg, the hobbits to Anglebard. Uh, from Anglebard. And the whole world is black. There are no stars in the sky. It's not a normal night. Particles of black fly through the night like is, I, uh, like a volcano erupted. Well, no. What it actually is, and a lot of games co-opt this imagery, it's like 9-11 ash and burning paper imagery is what they're co-opting. Like, lots of games do it, not into it. I, I, see, I, I always figured they're just co-opting, hey, it's snowing black. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Yeah, but... I would believe that if it wasn't always only blowing horizontally. Yeah. Climate anyway, change. this looks super cool. Regardless of it does look, it looks yeah. it does hella look cool. It yeah. looks so good. And and then we try to like step off onto the docks and get wrecked. <laughs> at least yeah, I did. You did like level fourteen, golden... my guy. Uh, 
Well, no, no. Those first ones you get, no. But then I tried to fight the uh, the tonberries. Dog, have you seen the Mester Tonberries no. yet? Where they have fucking oh. lightsabers and yeah. do Yoda flips? What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? So, He's not lying. That's a real, real thing. And they one-shot you even if you're level 100. Yeah. If you do wow. not block and parry them. You cannot really attack them. It can only block and parry them. If you do the extra dungeons, you're going to see plenty of those. You're going to find out about this very quickly. I'm Googling it right now. I'm going to have to talk to you about how to level up, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Because if I try to do this naturally, it'll take way too long. So we go into uh, Golden Key. We fight a ton of dudes. Like, the encounter is huge. Hilariously, you get to go into the room that the guy was standing out in front of, the guy where you rented the room. You go in there, and it's just a single tiny concrete cell with nothing in it. Oh, really? Yeah. And, but there, but like 10 level 30 guys spawn and there's no treasure in here. It's just a get fucked if you wanted to know what was in here trap. <laughs> we fight down the bridge. There's some hobgoblins. Is this the first time you see hobgoblins in the plot? Uh, yeah, I think Probably. so. And they also, this bridge is super narrow and they, they gangbang Throw me. the fucking poison rocks. Yeah. We start walking down the highway and can fight the demon wall, which I did because I never fought it before. And you get nothing for it. It fucking is very disappointing. You get some XP, but not much. No, you get nothing for it. I did. Yeah, you get XP. That's nothing. I'm level 100. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Yeah, um, those guys like wrecked me because uh, like they could reach out pretty far. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they're like level 84. And they can teleport down the walls of that that cave thing you walk through, so... Also, this is a unique encounter that is literally nowhere else. Yeah. The the cool part, of, or like the annoying and cool part at the same time, is it looks like you have to, go, like, you just have no car, so you have to start running. It looks like you have to keep going for a long way. Uh-huh. Yeah, like three miles, like a lot. which would yeah. take an hour. But the moment you get to the, uh, which, but if it takes an hour, then Noctis runs really slow. I was very disappointed that my Chocobo rental expired for somehow over the last ten years. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, ten years I later. Paid for that. Uh-huh. I could have paid for that. I had so much money. That's why you buy instead of rent. So uh yeah, so we get here at the crossroads and then a car shows up with a or a truck shows up with a new man in it. Mm-hmm. Except it's not a new man, it's Talcott. He's like twenty. Yep. He says, Welcome back and drives and knocked us to Hammerhead. Tells him like how it's been ten years and freaks him out. Very unexpected. Like, who thought a that lot. they were going to bring Talcott back? Uh huh. Well, and I mean, it, I, I did because it's a, not a female character, so that he's not disposable. <laughs> oh man! Imagine if it was a skeleton Jared instead. Well, here's here's the uh, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> demon Jared, demon Jared. Uh, <laughs> uh eat flesh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the, um... Wow. Wow. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you haven't seen that t-shirt before? No. What? The, the subway, eat, or it's a zombie, but in the subway font, it's zombie eat, eat flesh. flesh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Iris so, uh. survives, though. I thought Iris was gonna die. You guys primed me to expect Iris to not survive this game. <laughs> like, she doesn't show up again, but she's around. Yeah, does she really survive the game? Or does she just not die? Yeah, she was killed by the editor. She begets. She becomes a Iris. She becomes like a like like the super demon slayer. Yeah, she hangs out with Marshall Core. Is how good she is at slaying demons. Like, why can't we see that? That's rad. Uh, yeah, she's not even the part power. with Marshall Core. 
that whole Iris thing, oh, we'll talk about it. So you get in a car with Telkit and you're driving back to Hammerhead. Has a lot of demons. Cool mechanical touch is that his, he has the, um, there's a quest you can do where that takes you into one of the dungeons for um, demon repellent lights for the regalia. And that's the color that his lights are because it changes your light color. And he has that light color also. So like it's, it's just like a cool little mechanical narrative nod. Yeah, and you can also see on his dashboard he has the little Chocobo statues. Yeah, the cactars. Oh, yeah, that's what. Yeah, it, yeah the cactar statues yeah, yeah. that has, he's been collecting. He had, like, it, the entirety of his dash was full of them. It was very good because I just kept buying them. It's very cute. Well, you yeah, only you give him your one, view. right? No, uh, you, can, you give him no, two. You can, you can continue to give him them because the shop in Altissia never runs out and oh. you get nothing for it, but he can have, like, 50 here and it's hilarious. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, all of them will show up? Yes. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Very I, good. Um... So we said he says it's been ten years. Uh, the boys are usually in Lestalem, but sometimes they help uh, Cindy out at Hammerhead, and which is open still which, for no reason because it, a base for hunting demons. But why out here? Like why? Also, this they call it a Slayer base, which rules. Yeah, that's yeah. Amazing. It's we well. Hey, is it's it like metal? A Ford operate. It's like a Ford operating base because it's on the opposite side of a continent as um Lestalem. Basically, and by that I mean like so, two miles away. Yeah, it's it's basically a second base for operations on the other side of the continent because I assume half of them operate out of Lestalem. Yeah. And um, which which yeah. I can get that, but then why is the garage still open when it's a military base? Essentially, the garage only exists there now um, because Sid refuses to move it, even though Sid well, no, moved I, to Lestalem. I got- I, I get that, but I'm just saying it's essentially a military base now, so... Well, they got vehicles yeah. they gotta work on, right? Because they have to drive a car out to hunt the demons. They have these demon-repellent headlights, so they obviously drive cars places. I don't know. I figured, like, it's just, like, because it's such a cultural institution, they said, let's build the walls around this place. And also because it would be a lot yeah. of work to change the geometry of this level for this yeah. one thing. Uh, yeah, I, also, that too. I don't think we mentioned... And let the demons pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's night now. It's permanently night. Yeah. Yeah. Like the second Noctis disappeared uh, because he took all of the remaining light of the world into his ring. I just figured it's because the demons just took over, like were running rampant. Now there's nobody to stop him. Probably a little bit of both. Well, it says that the demons release like a soot when they're killed. You can get this in the file that's like on the counter in the diner. They release like yeah. this soot that absorbs light, which is the like explanation for how the night happens. Yeah, yeah. We 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 mentioned that earlier. Also, uh Talcott will tell you this if you ask him questions. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that oh that that's a funny thing. Like, I don't know if we're jumping ahead a little bit much, but like you can like ask a lot of backstory questions out of Talcott. I did and not. one of them is uh I, I did all of them. Okay. And the 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 best the the most notable one is when he gets real sad and says that it was his fault that it, that Jared was killed. Oh, fuck off, dude. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he's like a, a soldier came up to me and found out that my family used to work close with the royal family in uh, in insomnia. And then they they went and they grabbed Jared. So it's actually my fault that he died. And Noctis is like, no, it really isn't your fault. You know that you're you were a child. You had nothing to do with that. 
But it's like he still carries the guilt of Jared's death on his conscience. Is he fucking Catholic? Chill out, my guy. <laughs> yeah, so like Jared, Jared comes back. Oh, What's the over under on Irish and Marshall Corps being a canceled DLC? Uh, like 100%. Uh, yeah, almost. I would say 100%. Yeah. Episode Iris. I like effectively the only DLCs that didn't come out were the ones about women. They canceled the okay. Luna Freo one, which was the only named one, and then one more unnamed DLC, which uh-huh. would make sense for it to be Iris and Core because Iris and Core already have fighting can already fight in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, I don't think I mentioned it last episode, but uh, Iris fights with a Moogle doll, which is very yeah. cute. She she because yeah. she fights in the dungeon if you go in there, right? Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she that, fights with you. There's that dungeon you can go into on the way to Cape Kayam. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, the Bandersnatch where you get a royal arm. The Mel- oh, I didn't know that. That's a cool yeah. touch. Yeah. So Iris and Kor can fight, so it makes sense that they would be the DLC because they're the only other characters in the game that can fight that they haven't been in a DLC. Yep. Uh, and Aranea, but I don't. I guess Aranea is in one of the DLCs, right? I presume okay. she's in Promptos, maybe? I don't know. I haven't played yeah, any I of think the DLCs she's. Yet. I think she shows up in Promptos. Yeah, I haven't yeah. played it, but I looked at the wiki for it. And gonna have to play them all real soon. <laughs> no, yep. never. All of them. Why? They're appara- appara- apparently Gladios is not great. It's just fighting dudes in a cave, and then the last boss is Gilgamesh. But apparently the other ones are very good, and Arden's is just... You play Dynasty Warrior with Arden's powers. Ooh, that could be fun. That sounds fucking sick. Yeah, I, I, I have decently high hopes for for those, and they're short, which is good. If you have the Royal Edition, the Arden one is the only one you have to pay for. You already have all the other ones. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of weird. I mean, I guess it was supposed to Arden's be Arden's came later. I think like it's a... because the Royal Edition came with the season one deal, season pass, and Arden was the first one of season two. The first but and there is only, no more. right? Yeah, because the rest yeah. got canceled when Tabata left. There's supposed to be one about Luna Freya and one other one that got canceled, which is what we think is the Iris and Core one. What would well, I think? The they Luna probably Freya I think they canceled one. it because they didn't want Tabata to do it, and then Tabata left. I think that's why he left because they wouldn't let him finish it. What would you do in the Luna Freya one? I don't. Who knows? I don't know. Do like fucking do like evangelical touch magic? It's actually just a bunch of dialogue trees. You give speeches. Hi, y'all. Lightning Strikes Thrice is part of the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. To support the show, please go to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop or our newest redirect, tentacle.pro. Because a few bucks every now and then, please rate and review if you got a chance. Uh, we have uh, several other podcasts to listen to that we will mention at the end of the show, but Buffalo No Stop, Being Jim Davis, Bang Mar Sucks, etc. And now back to the show.
So ever since Noctis disappeared, it's been nonstop night, like we said, and humanity has retreated to Lestalem, uh, which is still, uh, still has lights because of the Exernus plant. And Hammerhead is where all of the demon hunters hang out on this side of the continent. And yeah, Sid is now in Lestalem, but he doesn't want to move the garage. And you just, it's like a big reunion. You get a Hang out in Hammerhead one last time and see your pals. Oh, and... Which, by the way, like they—the only way they show aging is by like putting a little bit of hair on uh, Prompto's chin. No, yeah. fuck Otherwise you. Gladio exactly has that same. weird mini ponytail. Okay, yeah, Gladio has a different haircut, but he doesn't look older. And because Ignis of it. has a chrome mono visor, like he's Jordy LaForge. Uh huh. Yeah, but like that, those don't make them look older. They just look different. <laughs> you know what it looks like? Uh, ever since yesterday, it looks like those Taco Bell glasses. Taco Bell glasses? Oh man, you're missing out. Taco Bell start has started selling sunglasses now. I I'm what? gonna be real here. I don't think anyone can miss out on Taco Bell. <laughs> I think you miss out by by eating Taco Bell. I miss that. I miss Taco Bell as a vegetarian. Taco Bell has great vegetarian options, doesn't it? No. Oh. If you want to eat fucking salad and nobody likes salad, it is garbage. They got bean I mean, cheese burritos, which are soups good. Oh, dude. I had one of those. And boy, the diarrhea I got was like being a character in the hot zone. And that was the last time I ever ate Taco Bell. You know, people always say this. And I've never, I've never had that problem with Taco Bell. Maybe, maybe you're lucky. Noctis just opens up after being gone for 10 years with hay. Uh, That's very on brand. (laughs) Yes, it is. Hey, got it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Prompto is stoked. Ignis just says, you kept us waiting. Uh, And then you get a little dialogue box that says, the final battle will commence when you leave Hammerhead. Except that's not true if you have the Royal Edition. But, uh, we off we go. The music here rules, by the way. Matt's gonna put it in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what it is? It's reused music. Now that I think about it, it's the music from the Prairie Hunters Camp. Is it? Yeah, I didn't even. I I, I don't remember what the music was. I was kind of like hell bent to get it's the, to the guitar kind of. Okay. Like you know, Joe, it's one of the funniest things though about yeah. uh, walking around this camp is that there are like three guys sharpening their knives, like three <laughs> identical dudes. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Did we already say that we camp one last time? No, I don't think you have to camp. You do. You, have you do. It's mandatory okay. because it's a scene during the credits. Yeah, I, I remember that scene. I just I don't know why they put it. It's there. so funny in that touching mid credit scene. And the camera sweeps around, and a giant Coleman logo goes through the screen. Uh-huh. I know. Uh-huh. Yeah, my wife, my wife was in the room when that happened. She's like, "Product placement," and I'm like, "Yep." Anyway, Insomnia. Yeah. So anyway, we decide to go out, go to Insomnia, finish this shit. Well, sort of takes a while, but so we arrive. The title theme begins playing, and we see a flashback of Regis bidding Noct farewell on his trip, and Noct. Put, uh, puts on the ring and asks the boys if they are with him. And they all say yes. And they head to the Citadel and they're all wearing... Yeah, they all suit the crew up is wearing their, their like, King's Glaive or what is it? King's... The Royal Guard. Yeah, Royal, Royal Garb. And uh, and Noctis is wearing the King's Garb, including the, uh, the, the Royal Knee Brace on his left knee. Where did they get these? I don't know. 
They had them. They were in the trunk. In the trunk? Of the where car the, that was destroyed, okay. Where the Fuck. roof is? Hammer space. <laughs> Hammer space. Yeah, so it, we arrive in Insomnia. It's totally wrecked. Uh, it just damage strewn across the streets all over the place. And we hear that there is a Kingsglaive outfit out here, and Marshall Corps is there, and we need to go find them. Did you guys had to fight a Naga to get there? Because I fought yeah. a Naga. Okay. Oh, I just ran past it. Yeah, I should have done that. I ran the past Naga it, because fights... they take a long time to kill. Yeah, they have when you're so much health. They, they have a lot of health, and also they will frog and petrify you. Also, you can just delete them with the ring's uh, insta-kill ability. It will kill Nagas. Okay. I... You know what? I actually had a during this section of the game, I got a prompt to summon against the Naga, and uh I figured, oh, I don't want to watch this entire cutscene. I'm gonna do the start skip. And if you do the start skip on a summon, it does zero damage. I think maybe you summoned something that it was immune to because I've definitely skipped. Um also the summons the, the summons damage scales with your level, so there is there might be damage scaling, like inverse damage know. scaling, like a persona. Well, here's the, here's the thing: the Naga was like a third health left; it was mostly dead. And uh, I summoned Leviathan, and yeah, it Naga, did nothing. Nagas, Nagas are immune, immune to, water. to water. No, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Okay, because like I, I, I summoned, I got, I got, Naga, I got a Leviathan to to come up against like uh, the the fire giants and just killed two of them instantly, which was awesome. Yeah, I bet that. I bet I just deleted both of those fire giants under the underpass with the triangle yeah. ability. Fuck, I, I got really them to stand that. close to each other and then just boop. Can, can you do that on like the level like seventy monsters that are around? Mm, no, maybe, okay. maybe. There's very few monsters who are immune to it, according to the wiki. Yeah. Some of some of yeah. them are. Yeah. And it's mostly um like unique hunt monsters. And there are a couple that are cool we're gonna talk about probably in the dungeon episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so we end up going into the uh into the subway and you eventually find get the meatball you sub. can get five dollars. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> uh and you can you can fight. You can get into some fights here, like you get a fight with soldiers. I've gotten to fight with flans, black flans, and some bugs. Black flans, you also just delete with the ring or run away from. <laughs> yeah, you should run away from them. They're they so annoying. They're, They're really, annoying. really. I, I fought them the first time and regretted it. Every other flan and bomb instantly die to death. By the way, spoilers. Oh, and really? Yeah. If you're doing the side missions in this area, you're gonna keep coming back through this this area too so they're oh, very no, dude, well placed what you need to do is you need to look up where to get the other key and it will save oh, you I, so much I've already, time i've already completed them i found that way later than i should have yeah, and i'm same. mad at myself i found it i only found it because the last quest i did was the photo quest and it requires you to have the key same yeah I was like, yeah god I, fucking I did the photo damn quest. it i'm gonna save like three hours yeah because running around this area it's it's a pretty large map and it's very uh, not, confusing. Yeah, it's like it's, it's the very biggest confusing. dungeon in the game, basically. Yeah, there, there are there are um, gates that you can't open unless you have a master key, which is actually surprisingly close to where you start. Anyway, so you, so you go into the, the glaive outpost in the subway, and you get to make a big speech uh, for just, your glaives. Sorry I was gone, but let's hold on to hope. Hoorah. There's, there's a really great bit where he says, like, the king is back, and then someone goes, woo! <laughs> Brothers and sisters, 
I ask you to stand by me and fight at my side for the light and for the future of our world. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, wow, that was. <laughs> yeah. Here's the weird thing about this time jump, right? Uh, and this is something I noticed as I continued to play chapter 14 is that Noctis sounds and acts way more maturely than he did before, but he has no reason to. Well, he's had 14 years, 10 years to think about how bad he's been his entire life. I have no idea. I have no idea if he feels, I don't think he feels 10 years. I think he's no, just in an embryo so. state. Yeah. He was like passed out, right? Like curled yeah, up. Yeah, he's like, I woke up. Oh, it was 10 years later. What? Yeah. Well, his eyes were open when he was floating in the crystal in the That's fetal true. position. Maybe he yeah. was like a a light vegetable. Yeah. I don't know. It it like I don't think it like sold to me that well that he really grew up that much because the difference is so stark. Well, you have to, otherwise it makes no sense at all. So you oh, either, absolutely. you either buy it or this is bad. Well, this whole yeah, section, all this underpass Kingsglaive stuff feels really undersold to me like it it, it is it's really it like is. why are these like what are these people still doing here why aren't they with all the other people like well they're supposed to be trying to keep the the citadel area clear for your return but they've already failed yeah. why not just well the get citadel the citadel area is clear of demons yeah it's 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 kind of weird it de- definitely sounded to me like this is a fairly recent thing that the Glaives went out out to Insomnia because they're like, he's got to be back soon <laughs> or something like that. Well, also, I don't think we've said that this is all patched in. This was not yeah. in the original game. Yeah, none of this was here. Yeah. And this so is just it's like probably a, a symptom. Yeah, it's probably a symptom of just being added in later. Like, that's true. Yeah, because you show up here and there's like, hey, we have some side quests for you, Mr. King. Yeah, what is <laughs> <Yo>. that? <laughs> Yo, Matt, okay, so how this worked in the original game... Hey, can you go take some pictures, King, who has been gone for ten years? Yeah. Dude, this whole game is weird, because you're basically... It's like if you hired Obama on Fiverr to go pick onions for you. (laughs) This is like the third time you've made that exact joke. That's what it's like! It's not even a joke! It's so weird if you think about it at all. There's a real cats in the cradle situation happening here with, like... Yeah. Like, why are you spending your time doing any of this? So, Matt, this check this out. This is how the game worked. You get here, uh-huh. you get you you leave the hammerhead, you get the camping scene, you go here, you get the cutscene with the uh, opening theme in the ring, and then you uh-huh. immediately you walk down a highway, taking a couple turns. There are no monsters to fight, I don't think. Well, the main theme plays, and then you get to the citadel and fight Ifrit. Yeah, that's. That's very different than this. Oh, man. Do you know what's very funny, though? So the first glaive you see when you first walk in, if you talk to him, he talks about Nyx from King's Glaive, but doesn't mention him by name. What does he say? (laughs) He says, like, there was this very brave glaive who protected Luna Freya and got her out of the city after the, uh, the treaty deal went wrong. Oh, he's talking about the resistance. He's... No, he's talking not talking about the resistance. He's talking he's talking literally about this one dude. And it's like and he's like, and, and we're so inspired by him even to this day. <laughs> oh, dude, Michael, Michael, you gotta what? watch King's Glaive. Because I, this no. movie that came 
This movie that came out in 2016 non-ironically says, Welcome to the Resistance. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> no. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's wild. Korg gives us uh, a key to open the uh, open some of the gates, like the West gates. I don't know which ones those are specifically, but... <laughs> They're the ones on the right. Yeah, well, there's, there's that one, and there's, like, another gate or two it'll open, but it won't open... There's still the a gate you care key. about. Yeah, a gate you really want. Yeah, because there's a glaive who's like on the other side of an elevator being like, man, I thought I had the master key, but now the elevator's locked. And spoiler, it's on the other side of where that uh, where that elevator opens up. This entire area is a giant U, and there's one key that opens the channel between the line, between the tips of the U, but yeah. otherwise you spend forever tromping back and forth for hours yeah yeah and there's there's a lot of monsters like you can get into some fights with soldiers and mechs those uh, are cool a, because the those are cool there are like snipers spread out on opposite sides of the street for several blocks all c- covering each other and it's cool it really feels like you're fighting an occupying force yeah <laughs> also the troopers are renamed there's what are the, they called what? they're called a cur- the, the troopers are renamed. They're not called oh. Magitech troopers. They're not called rogue troopers. They're like called a curse troopers or something like to indicate they're specifically allegiant to Arden. There's also two forts in and the that they're city. More powerful. Yeah, that are occupied by these like like how are these demon forces occupying this city? Like like are they? They just kind of show up apparently. <laughs> but why are there forts there then? They have... I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, it's been 10 years, so I assume Arden's done something to uh, build these would, forts up, It right? would make sense that the Empire tried to, like, build up a fortification there, because they have those um, ships that deploy into bases. That's what those giant, like, they look like the stealth fighter ships were you see in the middle of the game in the sky. Those are, like, yeah. ships that deploy into bases, basically. But look at mm-hmm. this city. What are they hoping? What, why, what are they doing here? It makes sense that they would have deployed those early and then they would have fallen to the demons. Well, well the throne's here, and that's where Arden wants to be. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a little unclear. I mean, there's a side quest where you have to clear out these bases and you get, like, you fight them with core. And I, I fought them out of order. They, they escalate in difficulty a lot. Because, like, the first one, you just have to, like, stealth kill five soldiers and it's no big deal. The second one, you got to, like, get into a fight with, like, a couple of mechs. No big deal. And the third one, you have to do, like, three waves in, like, five-minute chunks. I think the mechs are immune to the delete button, by the way. Okay. I, all I know is that the first, when I went to the third base first, and I had to, like, under time constraint, kill the mechs, which took forever, I didn't have a heavy sword with me, which is what they're weak to. How does I just had feel about the fact that you skip first and second base all the time? Uh, I'm just... God I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> he gets thrown out of the game. <laughs> god damn it. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Oh, god damn it. And, Wait, and so we the, gotta uh, hurry up. It's been three hours, my guy. No, I oh I know. Yeah, so like I ended up because I only had like the Durandal as my main weapon. I ended up getting a Hyperion and made these fights much faster, but like, yeah, that's one of the big side quests. There's like three big side quests in this area. It's like clear out the bases. Take some pictures of these monuments and then help this random silent glaive pick up some batteries. Yeah. That that one's the one where I'm thinking of the sniper fight. That was cool. Okay, because I don't remember snipers. I, I do remember fighting a King Behemoth at the end of that. 
Yeah, that, which was that's uh, cool. pretty tense. Oh, yeah, there is two behemoths in the game, huh? I didn't do this part because yeah. it was pretty late. Yeah, it, it takes a couple of hours to to do all this. Yeah, and well, the thing is, like, I, the thing is, the, none of this was in the uh, original. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, also, like, if you ran to, uh, if you go to like do like the the last picture and where like the batteries thing is, you end up running into Cerberus early. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Can you anyway, kill the it early? So uh, I yeah, I killed it. Like it triggered the cutscene, I had to kill it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Weird. I thought it was a, I figured it'd be a different Cerberus because I think hmm, I don't know. I'm trying to remember like it's been years, but I'm trying to remember what was there originally and what was just added. Uh Cerberus was not in the original, apparently. Yeah, you went straight to Efreet, then Arden. Everything. No, well, no, the, the, but there's some stuff in the side streets, is what I'm saying. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. There was. A, uh, it was like very small, but I think it, there was either a behemoth or something in one of the side streets that I remember. Yeah, there, there's also like a like a couple level seventy monster, like seventy four level Did monsters. Did you see, find the there. level one hundred and twenty yeah. omega weapon, which boss? is a time trap, a time no. traveling robot? Oh, no. <laughs> you're gonna have a fun time for the extra stuff episode then, because that boss. Fucking sucks. Oh, I was excited. I never fought that one. That's the only thing in the game I didn't fight. It's Don't tell me it awful. sucks. It's is it awful. worse than that um Ravis style demon the um the Emperor style demon and the military base that's a level hundred? Yes. But wow. like yes. Okay. It, it becomes invincible for long periods of time and you can only do uh, like single digit amounts of damage to it. And it has like two million HP. Took me I'm like nearly an hour. We're not just watch that. a video it's awful that emperor demon fight is okay because it has cool moves with real defined patterns that you can dodge all right guys let's get back on track yeah. we have the, right. we have this whole fight thing left uh, all right so like when you're when you're ready to beat the game you go to the citadel and you get attacked by cerberus incorrect uh, arden says like oh incorrect. go play with my pet yeah you go through the underpass into the plaza Arden is there on top of a lamppost. He summon does he does the um the meteor attack like the Final Fantasy four one and just summons a fuckload of meteors to light the whole city on fire. Summons the crystal wall around the citadel and says, "I oh, hope yeah, this reminds yeah. you of your dead dad." <laughs> We're Cold. fucking none rude. Yeah. <laughs> none of this was in the original. And none then he then he leaves and says, "I'll meet you at the citadel. You can play with my pet." And then you have this yeah. boss fight against Cerberus that. Uh, feels really out of place. It's also like for a game that has a warp built into the combat system, there's very little like verticality to it in most places. And this one, like you're fighting Cerberus up the side of the Citadel and stuff it's like that. Like they repurpose a bunch of the Aranea mechanics for this fight. Yeah. Is what it is. It's like fighting Aranea if she was a giant fire breathing dog. I mean, at yeah. this point, I was so ready to be done that I just put on the Magitek armor and, like, just walloped through. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you can, like, what it wants you to do is, like, when it climbs up on the wall, it wants you to point warp to it and you do, like, a special attack and knock it down. I don't know. I, I enjoyed this. This is one of those fights that somehow my 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 dipshit teammates did not just get constantly murdered, and so it was actually pretty smooth. Well, it's so easy. He does so little damage. That's they do get yeah. murdered if you miss the blocks on his drush attack. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. the one thing where he does a lot of damage, and you can you can parry that block parry. I just used a maxi cast. 
You Rex fight him. it. There are two phases where his health refills. That second one is where he starts doing the aerial attacks, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Core shows up. Uh, once you drain his health once, Core shows up he? and you fight him again. Yeah. Yeah, because oh. he takes the blast at the end. Okay. I must have, yeah. must have missed that, that. It didn't happen in my need. It must have been a low. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't Yeah, I think you that. killed him too hard then. <laughs> you killed him too hard. Yeah, so, like, what's. In your new okay. game, because in the I mean, first you're not phase, they power. do say, I wish Marshall Core was here. Yeah. And then he shows up and he's like, everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, he, what, what happened is like, everyone's like, oh man, this thing's not going down and we're pretty ragged. And Core's just like, step aside, boys, I'm here. And then you fight him some more. And then at the very end, Cerberus goes to do a blast and Core jumps in front of it, like like a last second before it dies. And Core takes it in the chest and then says, oh, okay, I failed you. I'm done. Uh, see you guys later. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, like, he, wow. there's a whole lot of... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's more surprising, that they threw him in there just last second just to die, or that it wasn't... But he um, doesn't die. It wasn't That's the thing. Instead. He doesn't die. <laughs> oh, God. They had to pay <laughs> off that character somehow. Like, they just have all these characters. That yeah, man, yeah. the immortal them. core. In all yeah. fairness, you hang out with core a lot. Yeah, it's true. You do He's just like your fun katana, bro. Katana dad. Yeah. So, yeah. we defeat Cerberus, we get an accessory that you should put on because it trivializes the next boss, and we, basically, you get up to the wall of the Citadel, uh, you're trapped, you get a cutscene, you're the, uh, the squad is trapped outside of the wall, and just the biggest horde of demons approaches. Then the, uh, the ghost of Luna appears and calls to the, uh, are they called the Eidolons? I don't know why I wrote that. I Did you say gods? The... Okay. Is that a 13 Celestials. Thing? They're called Celestials. Oh, Celestials. Oh, that's a 13 thing. I'm I think they're idiot. called Astrals, right? Yeah. They're called about 50 things in this. Game. And the they six. appear... Yeah, they appear and they do sick powers. Uh, Ramu does the sick lightning, nukes all the demons. Uh, Shiva, like, applies freezing to the wall, and Titan just wraps around it and starts squeezing it, and you see cracks, and then just Titan shows up, punches it, and it begins to, like, shatter. And then Bahamut does the uh-huh. sickest sword-based mega laser. Uh-huh. Just obliterating it. And then Luna yeah. disappears because the plot doesn't need her anymore. And we go through the Citadel's gate. This was patched in, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. it was okay. Like all of Cerberus and all the stuff, all that cutscene was patched in. Okay, yeah, oh, it's a, there's a lot more that was patched in. It's, yeah. it's super oh, high. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. And then Arden rolls up, summons Ifrit, tells us we'll get a warm welcome. I get that. Uh, Thanks, Arden. Uh, and then you uh, go to what the opening of the game was, where Ifrit is in a chair. Just I don't know where that chair came from. Uh, just shooting fire at you. defeat the first phase the fucking sickest shit happens mm-hmm. the mess a massive sword falls out of the sky uh it's bahamut bahamut shows up and does a named move called ultima sword and he just throws like 
40 skyscraper-sized swords where Ifrit just does a million dodges. Then Perry's mm-hmm. Bahamut coming in, and Noctis and Bahamut make a like meaningful eye contact, and Noctis warp strikes into Ifrit's forehead, and that starts mm-hmm. phase two of the fight. Uh, yeah, tell me what about the actual one fuck, by the way. Sorry. You that should have killed that it. That was like a kill shot. It, yeah, th- it really For like does. 30 seconds, it becomes like a mecha anime. Like I'm way into it though. It's, it's great. so weird. It would be better if you could control uh, Ultima, but yeah, Ultima, Ultima, it's Ultima cool. But... It'd be cool if you could ever summon Bahamut. Can you summon Bahamut while you're in the city? I don't. No think idea. So. After you get him, but before the end. No idea. Honestly. I never saw it happen. No. But we're not done with summoning, and we're not done with Ifrit. Ifrit. Well, tell uh, me about the fight. so like phase two. Phase two. My... Tell me about phase one also, because I killed both of these in like three hits. I mean, phase one, he just attacks. It's really not that interesting. I don't remember much about it. Phase two is where it's like he's covered in fire. And when he when he's covered in fire, he's basically immortal. <laughs> he's like, you can't you can't do any damage to him. And then he'll do an attack, which will get the fire to leave his body. And that's when you can hit him. Isn't there a thing you can do to put it out like water magic? I don't see. I don't know. To that? I have no idea. I didn't try. I, Enemies all I respond know is that, like, weirdly to different elements, some of them. Yeah. I, I do know that uh, you can do a link strike with him, which, like, you'll knock him down on his knees a couple of times with, like, Prompto or something. But, like, it's very finicky when it triggers. But th- this part takes a, took me a while. This is also the part where uh, the game glitched, because at the at the end of this fight, what's supposed to happen is uh, you start hearing um, Shiva saying like oh hey free you should probably chill and then you get to summoner except what happened with me is i hit summon and then noctis ended up standing up straight stood still and wouldn't do anything else but the cutscene wouldn't happen so the fight <laughs> kept going and i ended up getting hit by a free like i couldn't use potions i couldn't do anything and then a free just hits me once and it goes immediately to game over Jeez. oh I figured out how I figured out why the armiger is finicky. It's because you have to be standing on the ground, not doing an attack animation, not being receiving an attack, and then hit both buttons within like a third of a second of each other. And yeah, hold it's it really finicky. Second. I hate it. It's really bad. <laughs> Summoning does something similar to where it's like you have to have enough room and you have to hold it down for a certain period of time and you can't always do it. Yeah, yeah I, so, I yeah. summon like four times in the entire game. It, like, never yeah. showed up. Anyway, yeah. it happens infrequently, but it's also, fin- like, I, yeah, the first time, like, it asked me to use um, Rama, I, like, I'm holding the button, what's happening? And nothing happened. What's happening is you're getting shot from a distance from a guy who's doing enough, a sniper that does stagger damage that knocks you out of it. Your, yeah, your prayers really were ignored. Yeah. So, yeah, in phase two, it takes a lot longer, but at the end of it, Shiva shows up, well, a bunch of Shiva show up. They freeze Ifrit, and Shiva, you know, kisses Ifrit's uh, frozen body, which is actually a really gross. She kisses his phrase. lower lip because his entire face is the size of her whole body. Yeah, and then, uh, and then he, she says, "Like rest, my love," and he breaks into ice, and he's gone. And then we get to go inside, and Arden taunts us more and tells us we must defeat the old wall made of the kings of yore. These are the dudes that the three guys you fight with the three stone statues in Kingsglaive. Okay, but much smaller. Yeah. So apparently these guys are like a big deal. Like they were yeah. the thing holding up the wall of Lucius. If 
No, this is the old wall. The oh. Lucius before the crystal magic was defended by like these giant stone statues of these guys. Oh, okay. They, the statues yeah. are smashed in Kingsglaive. So we can talk about the fights, but like these these were very obviously added in because like oh well, let's talk uh-huh. about the fights and then we can talk about yeah. I, I hate this section. Yeah, same. Oh what? Oh, man, I think it's so hype that you get to pull... If So, the first time I played the game, I did not do the Ignis and Gladio part, and I wasn't aware that there were DLC yet, so it Uh was so hype to have the one fight where you play as each of your bros at the end. But, like, I think it would... I like, like that. I think it would have been better if they had one fight, one multi-stage fight, where you got to play as all of them. Or, like... Instead of three separate fights. So let's talk about it. So you go into the Citadel, and in the lobby, you fight... Who is it? The Rogue? Is that the first one? The Fierce. The, the Fierce. And The Fierce is the first one, At the yeah. end of the fight, it's a pretty normal fight for the most part. Uh, just a big old boss fight. Near the end of the fight, you play as Gladio, and it uses the, like, bespoke combat mechanics from episode Gladio? Yeah. Yeah. Can someone who has done this... So you can unlock the ability to play as to, like, select Gladio and the other ones. It, yeah, it's the same mechanics as Okay. Those. So then we take the elevator up uh, to another level, the Rogue, and at the end of this one, Prompto fucking owns this bro with... With a, a machine gun that does, like, 2,000 damage a shot! Also, also, he has a rocket launcher, yeah. but they call it a rifle. Where, where is he storing these things? Where did he get them? Where have they been I the rest I, of the game? Uh huh. That's a good question. And then you have yeah, enough- like uh, and the rogue. The rogue well, one's like, annoying because like like we're we're kind of like breezing past these, but these fights are very long. They're long. At least for me, the rogue one is they're they're mildly interesting in that like the yeah. fierce is hyper aggressive. Uh huh. The way you punish him the most is probably with the dodge ring ability. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's a, a like the the move sets are like very well rendered and like they're cool. look really good. Yeah. yeah. They like. They 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 have a unique personality to each fight, which is more than you can say yeah. about everything in the game, basically. Yeah, but like the thing is, when I when I got control of Prompto, I had no idea how to shoot a gun. <laughs> oh, so I'm like, because what the fuck is going up on? A third person yeah. aiming reticle. <laughs> I guess this it's is so weird. This is the time to talk about it. Like, it's so weird that like you're literally 30 minutes from finishing the game or something right now, and you're still getting tutorial pop ups for like new mechanics. Yeah. Because they've never used these mechanics in the main game before. So they've never done the, like, introduction, like, like reintroducing and then testing that, like, every other game mechanic and every other game has. You just are suddenly playing Prompto and you have machine guns in the you last 30 minutes of the game. theoretically could have been if you, uh, you were using the change uh, ally ability. Yeah, but, like, because you everyone do your... who does yeah. that? No one, because Noctis does... Well... Prompto Prompto does way more damage if you have one of the dungeon accessories that makes you never run out of ammo and you could just play as Prompto and infinitely spray the machine gun. You do five times more damage than as you are as Noctis. Like, that is how I beat the Admantoys in 15 minutes. <laughs> and also, wow. these bosses, if correct me if I'm wrong, are never really mentioned in the actual game itself. They're, Kingsglaive is like where they're where you learn everything about them, right? Yeah. Well, you will learn a little bit about them. You just know that they exist. 
<laughs> so you yeah. just know there's a thing called the old wall. You don't know it's giant stone statues powered by the ghost of your ancestors. And so At least here not we till are, the very end. right in the middle of like the climax of this game. And there's three bosses in a row you've never been introduced to that use mechanics you've never been introduced to right before the final boss. It's just why? Why here? Right. Well, well, I mean, to be fair, like even without any of that in context, you can kind of surmise that they're old kings. But that's as far as you can get. Yeah, because you've seen these. I think you've seen them before in some cutscenes, like or something like it. Like I think in the, they definitely show up in the final final cutscene. But I'm trying to think if they showed up in an earlier one. But the the biggest problem here is that like yeah, we have no context oh, for these oh, guys because oh, they're statues what? in the royal tombs. Oh. oh right, they're also statues in the royal tombs. But like, but because we spent zero those? time in Insomnia in the game, we have no reason. It would have been built up better if we had spent time in Insomnia. We could have met them in a different. Yeah, there should yeah, have been situation. a chapter one where you were in Insomnia, and I get exactly. that the plot requires you leave because of what's happening in Kingsglaive. But but it means that this whole final chapter has no weight. Like, no, yeah. it doesn't. It feels wrong. If you're waiting for the game to finish downloading, you can fight in the uh, plaza, so you might see him there. I. I, what I will say, as with as someone with perfect information, I like it a lot, but I get why it would be weird, really weird otherwise. Um, yeah, it's definitely a weird first first time through, especially when it's like supposed to be really tense, and then all of a sudden, I have no idea how to control my character now. <laughs> and you also get teleported into like a vast magical void. Uh, oh yeah, that rogue, happens twice. That's the rogue thing because the rogue just. The rogue does the darkness and then throws her giant shuriken from outside of it at you. But but Chris, you're you're forgetting that the mystic is a two part fight, and the yeah, second no, part the mystic is in... one is weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, talking about the rogue one. Weird. I can justify the mystic one. What the fuck? <laughs> Why was that fight two phases? Uh, it's because they didn't want to do a fourth fight because each the each of the first two fights is you you gladio prompto. Phase right, one, you right, do right. Ignis, and then they didn't want to make a fourth fight where you all te- do a team up attack. Yeah, it's just it just made it be like okay, Weird. here's a fourth boss fight, and it's like yeah, the Mystic is like the third one you face, and he's a fucking bastard. That's what they're yeah. going for. But he's uh, it's I think he's supposed to be the oldest one. Mm. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna have to replay this fight because I actually want to see what happens if you play as Ig- or like as you're playing as Ignis, switch to uh, first person mode. That might be interesting. Oh, if it's blind. Yeah. Oh yeah. god. Oh jeez. <laughs> well, so, it's not yeah, like I you mean, have you're... to aim the Y ability anyway. I mean, yeah, you have to like, yeah, when you're Ignis, you have to charge up. Uh, what is it? Insight, true insight, and then like unleash like a bajillion knives, a fire, yeah. fire daggers, yeah. And then you keep switching between the dagger types, which is, that's actually really cool. Yeah. It's cool, but, like, also, I wasn't sure, it said, didn't it say, like, triangle is also the dodge button for him, but it didn't seem to work as a dodge for me? I don't know. Say that for me, but... X is the maybe. dodge button. X is the so dodge square. button? Oh, sorry, I'm on playing... On PS4, a, it's square. Yeah, I'm playing yeah. on a, I'm playing on a 360 pad, that's X. Okay. Okay, because like it, I thought it said that I was like reading it very closely. Because after the first two times going through, I like I kind of mashed through and went, "Okay, wait, I don't know what I'm doing." This time, I, I thought it said you press triangle to dodge, but also you hold triangle to build up the meter, and that's how you do the most damage. But I, I have no idea. Why might be a special time dodge that builds insight instead of the regular dodge you always have? Okay, that would make more sense. Yeah, 
that would make sense if it used like the holy mechanics, but gave you a lot of meter instead. Yeah. All right. Uh, where are we? Phase two, power of friendship. Power of friendship. It's pretty hype. Yeah. Uh, so we get a second phase where everyone does a group attack and we take them out as a team. Basically, each per- cycles through, you know, all the three uh, boys and then you just doing the final blow mm-hmm. with uh, quick time events. I don't think you can fail them, but I'm not sure. No, it's cool. What's cool about it is that everything everyone does has a name and it's one of their tech attacks. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we approached the throne room door and knocked the sex prompted to see this photos and we could pick one of the photos we saved through the game with us. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And Chris, you want to chime in with your part? Okay. Here? I wrote these notes. So whatever it says, I did something. It's what I did. At the uh, train station where you go down into the mines where the Marlboro is, there is a shop. Next to that is an unattended food stand with smoke coming off of it. And I looked, and there are these really delightful-looking meat skewers and dipping sauce, and I took a picture of that. So when you go into the throne room, you ask Prompto to look at his photos again, and you get to look at all the photos you've saved while you're camping throughout the whole game. And, like, this is a really good moment. And you're supposed to pick one. I picked the photo of the meat skewers. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I picked the photo of the uh, guys with the shirt that says live, eat, breathe, meteor. But only because I knew it was coming. Yeah, so oh, yeah. I, I picked the one at the regalia at the very beginning. Or you can pick the boat one is also good. I almost did that yeah. one. I mean, I, I did one of the... It, the one I picked was a group photo. I forget which one specifically, but... It was pretty early. The funniest thing is that, like, when you're going through the photos and, like, and use, like, you know, press X or whatever to, like, look at them full screen, like, all the characters will have, like, a comment about them. Like, if it's a picture of, like, just Gladio, Gladio's like, uh, okay, I guess you could do that if you want. <laughs> if you pick one of Arden, he goes, weird choice. I guess, uh, it's, uh, something about mercy is the best form of revenge. Yeah, there's a whole lot of, like, dialogue just for this scene where it's like, you know, if you pick, like, one with all the guys, they're like, oh, yeah, this is the best. It's got all of us in it. And if you pick one that's, like, really random, they're like, you sure? You sure you want that? Man, it becomes such a good moment if you take it seriously. It does. Uh Uh-huh. We'll talk about that. I really, really actually like this a lot. Which is is what I did. The first time I played, I picked the boat one with you and Iris and Sid and Sydney and all your friends. Yeah, I thought about that All the women who didn't die. Uh-huh. All two of them. Well, I guess there's Holly at the Holly at the power plant. And I'm, try, I'm trying to well, think like wait, I think does, one of the it, unnamed uh hunters at the uh un, or, yeah, working for uh whatever his name. Her name is Amelia. I mean real talk, like Luna and Crow are the only ones that die, right? Yeah, but there's also like four women in the whole game. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. Holly is the only good woman in the game, like, leads a power plant and is basically the mayor, un- unofficial mayor of a city and just gets it done. Yeah, and, like, she runs a power plant that's all run by women engineers, which is pretty rad. Isn't there a hunter that's pretty cool, too? Yeah, it's the um, leader of the hunter camp, Amelia. Yeah. Also, like, Aranea, if you want to include her on that. Yeah, that we don't. Armor. Uh, so we went through the throne room and Arden is sitting on the throne. And there are bodies hanging from chains in the ceiling. I don't know what these are. I don't I think there are uh, people that went to attack him, like maybe Kors, uh, Kingsley of Soldiers or something. Is it metal? I, I, it's totally metal. I, I took a look at it with the camera, trying to zoom in, and I couldn't recognize any of the models. I thought at first it was going to be like 
someone important, to, like a side character important to each of those. Like I expected Iris to be there. They're all Jared. And Talcott to be there. <laughs> They're all Jareds. <laughs> like seven Jareds hanging yeah. from the ceiling. Well, I mean, either no, way, it's like... Just, it's just three Prompto clones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they melt away at, like in in like purple fire at some point anyway. So like, they're inconsequential. Matt, there is some good back and forth here, like where Noctis yeah. says, off my chair, Jester, the king sits there. Yeah, uh-huh. this is pretty high. Well, that, that, that's that's right after Arden says, oh, thank you for coming, but as you can see, this room only seats one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is where all the good writing in the game went. This is uh, what they wanted to do in that scene of Kingsglaive where Iodolus and Regis are talking to each other. Uh-huh. This is yeah, what they this... wanted to do. This scene took 10 years to make. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. so Arden is stoked because killing Noct will end the royal bloodline. He goes out, opens by taking out your friends with some magic, basically disables them, and then you see left party prompto, left party. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, that they UI. just leave the party. It looks like they ice, he iced him. They should fire yeah. that UI programmer, whoever did that. That is the worst <laughs> UI element. No, give him a pay raise. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Anyway, so they then he poofs off to the middle of the city, so you you go all this way to the throne room just to have to leave the throne room. Also, you can fall off this ledge. Who you made can? it? So you, no, no, no. You can slip off back onto the floor of the throne room and have to go up the stairs again. Whoever oh, no. did that should be fired. No! Like, you can be ready to... to point warp and slip off the side and have to go back up the stairs by the chair. That's that's fucking hilarious. And also, there's a path to the right where there's nothing there. Whoever was in charge of invisible walls should get fired for just this room. That's terrible. So, uh, we, uh, we go to the middle of the city. We'll point warp from a hole in the throne room. Oh, it's like 500 feet. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a further, it's the one time he can actually throw, like, point warp somewhere that's not within walking distance. Well, you, you do the... Tr- rain in the ships too yeah that's true but those are again just like another set piece yeah it, it doesn't look it's not quite as far but this this is pretty sweet this is like the promise of warping that was given to you by kingsglaive because kingsglaive has yeah good ass warping in it oh yeah yeah and you um have a very anime boss battle with as equals with arden it's so good because he can do everything you do yeah, well, yeah. he's got the uh, power of the ring or not the power of the ring but he's got the power of the kings yeah uh there's this bit, sometimes you can clash swords, yeah, and yeah. you have to mash B, and whoever wins the fight moves at normal speed, where the other person is, like, in super slowdown. Yeah. It, it feels pretty good. But, like, I does he, can he, like, hurt you? I feel like, I felt, like, relatively invincible in this fight. I, I, I think he can. He okay. can. Yeah. I was wearing the Magitek suit, so. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you take, like, no damage from where you're wearing that. Yeah. Um, so twenty five percent. We both uh, both of you uh, summon armigers, and then just like go to, like base. Uh, it's similar mechanics to the uh, Leviathan fight, yeah. But you're fighting someone who's doing the exact same thing, except you have close up attacks. If you get in and they do like three thousand damage hit, oh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But both of you follow the plaza outside the citadel, and the kings of old appear to watch. You get one more fight where they're both on their last legs. Noctis kills him by doing a QTE where he just hits the button a lot. And yeah, you hit him with every Armager weapon that you, royal arm you have. If you have all of them, this takes like forty seconds where you're just pushing B. I 
I think they use all of them anyway, because I definitely did not yeah. have all of them, and there were definitely more than six. They definitely yeah, do. It took, it took a really long time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot. You're going all Knights of the Round on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, because like, you're, you're throwing, like, shurikens and daggers, and I did not have, like, the royal shuriken. <laughs> the, ni- the Knights of the Round happens later to you. <laughs> yeah. That's and, true. <laughs> yeah. To you, and then we'll, we'll get into that. So anyway, uh, Arden dies on the ground. And says he waits us in the beyond and just disappears. Get a mirror of uh, Regis saying, bidding farewell to the squad. But this time it's Noctis on the stairs. And he does end with a walk tall, my friends. Basically, they know he's going in to die and they're standing yeah. there. This is like a put- cinematic mirroring of when you got sent off by Regis. Because that's also what he said to you. But as, uh-huh. you, as you're doing this, some de- more demons are being summoned outside. Your friends turn around to fight them as you head into the throne room. So uh, Noctis arrives and speaks to the throne, saying, I'm home. Walk tall. Though it took time, I'm ready now. Sits in the throne, be- ring begins to glow. He summons all the old kings of Lucy, and they all attack him, giving their power to the ring each time. He, he starts to collapse during this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, like, he keeps his last... hand on his sword the whole time, which I think yeah. is important to the thing. His father's sword, specifically. Yeah. But he, um, his father's actually in full, like, body form. Yeah. But recognizable. But then, like, uh, his father's last, and there's an moment where Noctis says, trust me. And, uh, then his father turns into one of the, uh, kings of old and dabs him. And it looks like it's that sword. Yeah. It is. With the sword of the father. Yeah. Yeah, but like (sighs) the physical sword and not like a light sword. And there's an explosion of light from the ring, and then Noctis is standing in a tornado of light. He point warps down into it. Arden is there, and Luna appears to be touching his arm. He kind of touches Arden's arm and like makes it like burn like fire, almost. Yeah, she's like pulling the darkness out of him, so he is no longer immortal. Right. Yeah. And you can see he panics about that. And then he he like he, he has the weird zombie face again, like the crow face. Yeah, we get the QTE to push uh, B or circle, and we do. Yeah. Noctis begins to turn black, and you see like he start, he starts struggling too, and then royal arms start coming out of his body, out of his back, like blade first. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the kings of old knights, you go all knights of the round, and on Arden just like destroying him. It is so good. It's his really body cool. Disintegrate. He explodes yeah. into triangles like a, like it's uh-huh. fucking super hot. Yeah. And then uh, then that's what happens to Noctis next. He disintegrates into triangles himself. And then yep. you just see the ring in the void, and then it breaks apart as well, and the screen fades to black. And that's the end of the game. Take me out, Matt. Tell me about this. <laughs> so this is basically an extended flashback well, of no. various things, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, well, so like we start off with the car engine horn. We hear Gladio and Prompto pushing the car again. Like they're by complaining now you about would have it. Had um, visuals in the game by the time you start pushing. The only thing that's silent is the car engine and horn. Yeah, yeah. At first, like you, you just hear the the dialogue and some sound effects. But uh, it's back at the intro again, and Stand by Me plays as the credits roll. And at the end of the credits, we get the cutscene of the boys before they go to Insomnia, and I. The acting in this one's really good. I yeah, love it, this. Oh, this one was so, very good. It's very sad. 
Yeah, e- yeah. even Gladio's cry. Like you could see him crying, and he's trying to act tough still. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, like basically, Noctis is like, "Hey guys, uh, this basically is like his final word to them, sort of saying." And he's like, "Hey, you know, ah, oh, this is so hard to say. I'm struggling to do this. Like, well, what can I say? You guys are the best." I cry a lot, and I definitely cried here. <laughs> yeah, it made me tear up. The way I see it is like right there at that moment is when he told them he was going to die. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He said, like, I know this is the end of like in some yeah. ways, he, some way he said, like, yeah, it's very Final Fantasy X Xanark end. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, man, if if they could have done this more often or like put this much effort into it, it could have been so much better because this is very good. Well, oh, yeah, they yeah. put this, this much is effort the real plot of the game. Yeah. Into yeah. this plot throughout the game it's just not the a plot or the b plot of the game you mm-hmm. only get it if you're doing side stuff right because yeah. your characters have things to say on side missions about oh, side yeah. missions if you camp a lot you go fishing you do modeling with prompto yeah uh, but also of... like did you guys get a like i got a uh conversation with prompto like at a, i stayed at a hotel it's the yeah. one where you drop off the package at the beginning if you yeah, stay they, yeah, yeah that night, one yeah that, that conversation's great they all have one of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause like I, I, that's the only one I unlocked. And like that one was really good. Cause it's, it's basically talking all about the backstory of how Prompto feels inadequate. And he, you know, Oh, when I first met you, this, that, and the other thing, all the stuff that we saw in brotherhood. And yeah, that was super effective. Like they had a really good emotional conversation and, and you could make decisions in it. Although I don't know how much that affected things. And, like, that is very much like this scene, where, like, they did very good emotional writing, and it felt earned, whereas the rest of the game doesn't. Yeah. Right. So, what happens here is Noctis is struggling to tell his friends how he feels. Gladio's trying to get him to spit it out, and he does. He just says, I've made peace with the fact I'm going to die, but you all being here with me, seeing you all, it's more than I can take, knowing we won't, like, camp like this ever again. Prompto mm-hmm. is just like actually crying and agrees. Uh, Gladio tries to play it tough, um, and Ignis is like, "I'm glad to know how you feel about this." And um, Noctis just stands up and says, well, "What can I say? What can I say? You guys are the best." And then the game yeah. just hard cuts hard. to the credits and some generic hype fight music. Okay, I have yeah. to talk about. I wish this. that had been silent the whole time after that. No, so I don't know if you know this, but Florence of the Machine made three songs for this game. Yeah. Yep. Only one of them is actually in the game, and the second yeah, uh-huh. one is a credit song. Yeah. Why is it not used in the game? It's so good. No idea. It literally is like the it would be a perfect encapsulation. And then instead of the fight music, you could go into the third song, which has no lyrics. Oh, what, like this credits is like a really missed opportunity to like play off the emotion of that camping scene. Yeah. Oh, like that could have been this. This should have been the scene that probably ended the credits. Yeah. There shouldn't have been the scene. What I what I would have loved is there. There would have been no credits after this. It would be there'd be no credits after this. That scene with Luna and Nox's ghost because they're both dead. That yeah, they're both dead. Should not be in the game at all. And then no. after the scene cuts to black and you sit with it for a few seconds, you get the fiend over the picture you chose on the arm of the chair. Yeah, that would have been good. And it yeah. would be the picture of you and your friends. Yeah, but I think they, I think they had to have like slightly more happiness, but or happy ending. That is happy. No. I don't think so. Like, the game is about your friends. No, no, I, it's bittersweet. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I, I agree with you. I'm just saying had to, as in editors made them. Oh, or they just they wanted to flip the order of those scenes. Like make 
the camping scene happen at the very end. And like, that's yeah. important because it mirrors, like, not just his oh. journey with his friends is over like yours is. No, but they have that to should do... should be how it ends. They have to do the Luna scene last because of the reveal with the the logo. But why do they even need that? But because yeah, they could have cool. done something else instead. I mean, that's, okay. that's cool, but, like, or, I, or what they could have done, they could have done the logo thing and then fade to black and then come back in this. It's it's messier, but, like, it could have been done. Or they could have just not done the logo thing. Or they could have just not done the logo but thing. Like but that. we should talk about the logo thing. Okay. Yeah. So, like, we, uh, we definitely, like... One is like, cool, and one is the artistic core of your game being ruined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so... I mean, we already we already talked about at some point we see the the photo on like on the throne, like the camera pans up and you well, see before it. That, and... well, I said before that, we uh, have the credits. We see the sun slowly rise over the continent. Yeah, and dark, that's important, right? Dark. Like that lets yeah. you know everything is good. Well, it's important, but also hilarious because there's one part where it's just outside the citadel and it's your empty campsite where you just were. Yeah, they yeah. linger on it for a while, city, which is cool. It's cool that they showed that, that it's empty, but it was also funny that there's still Coleman branding on it. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny that, like, they just left their fucking chairs I know. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like, we're all not gonna your campsites these anymore. are like that. If you go to a campsite, you've already been there. Just chairs and shit there. Well, they knew they weren't coming back for it. I guess. Also, yeah, that's true. Also, we forgot to mention, before you go to Insomnia, the last time you camp, Ignis is still cooking completely blind. Yeah. Which I <laughs> oh, I know right. is a thing that people can do. Oh, yeah. But it's Easy. still funny. Yeah. Uh, so we see, like, the land. The sun has come back up. And we get a closing letter from Regis to Luna, which seems, to me, breaks continuity a little bit. It feels weird. It says, thanks for delivering the ring to Noctis, even though Noctis is a... <laughs> It says Noctis sucks. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, he calls him wayward. He specifically calls him his wayward son. Um, Carry on. Yes. And, Carry uh, my and, wayward son on. Yes. And I said, but even though he's wayward, he made me proud. May you two know happiness, which he knows won't happen. Whatever. Uh, and the camera zooms on empty throne. Yeah, that's weird. He knows they're both going to die. I Yeah, this is what makes no sense about it. Because they're, they're trying to pull it back is what happens. So, like, let's get through this. So, so the camera zooms on the empty throne. Been, this letter would have been written the night he sent Noctis off. Because that's the only... Yeah. that the Because there's a day between that and when he dies. And he knows that Luna left with the ring. Uh-huh. My, uh, my theory is that this is, like, some... like While this is happening, there's, like, shards of the crystal around. I wonder if it's like some sort of like alternate dimension kind of after death sort of weirdness. It could be, but who knows? The real answer all, is all that it's is, an emotional payoff and there's not really logic to it. They're, they're trying to make you feel like the love story <laughs> happened. And these like, characters who are dead are married now. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Till death to them part. Wait. Yeah. So anyway, empty throne, the pictures on one of the armrests. And then the camera turns up to reveal that Noct- uh, Noctis and Luna are there, and they're in wedding clothes. Noctis is shaved. Noctis is shaved. He's sitting on the throne with his, like, hand on his fist, you know, his he elbow gives, up. He gives her the picture of the meat skewers, and then they kiss. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they kiss. Uh, also, then she lays her head down on the armrest, and then we get the logo, which is turns out that is Luna with her head off to the side, and then Noctis's form uh, sort of swoops in next to her. So, like, that is the final... That final scene is now the logo you get on the logo screen. And the logo is just, like, that dawn scene now. Yeah. Yeah. But the good music doesn't play anymore, so fuck that. And then you get a Finn. 
And I wrote, ugh, because I hate when that's in a fucking <laughs> artistic work. We know it's over. Fuck off. Sometimes I know it's don't. over when you're asking me where to save my clear save, dick. Uh-huh. Chris hates the French. I do hate the French. <sighs> I don't need to clarify that. any closing thoughts on the ending of the game or the no, game but we have uh, what about closing thoughts on the hating the french <laughs> they suck there's nothing they're rude they have good food okay. though and good wine it, it they don't have good food they just put a lot of butter and mediocre bread yeah dude it's sound. all butter french bread mediocre french bread butter is, is good butter is good and that's why french food is good yeah they also figured it out. food is good they solved yeah, they, the equation <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Anyway, if the French invented butter, I would give that to you. What I'm going to say is, French food is only good because of a cultural appropriation of butter. Um, um, French that's, food is a cultural appropriation. That's the nuclear culinary take you could have. Uh huh. Anyway, yeah, this game. It so much happens in this stretch of the game. I don't want to know and... what you think about the whole game yet. I want to know what uh, you think about the end because we're going to have one more. Ep- we're going to we still have more eps about the game, unless you want to talk about the plot. Let's talk about. I mean, about the plot. Okay, like the 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 plot. Like, I still think like I think the most interesting plot stuff happens in chapter thirteen, and I wish that was more of the game, and I wish less of the game was a lot of this other nonsense where we're running around killing gods, like yeah. or, or well, like picking up weapons. Oh, okay, fighting, fighting gods. Like, there, there's just a lot of, like, I would have liked to spend time in Gralia watching, like, the demon outburst. You know, it's, like, kind of, like, that could have been cool. Yeah, but you were too busy getting, uh, getting Rustoleum for the boat. Yeah, it's, like, they could have cut things that were kind of time-wasty, and they could have added in stuff that probably was higher effort, but also, like, also could have... Uh, sold like the severity of the scenario more or just made it like you know just made it more heavy yeah. but not well, like in a you're, gratuitous you're way just yeah i totally agree because i mean this game was in development for 10 years and like this yeah, long time. chapter 10 to chapter 15 shows that like this game was put together in bits and pieces like it famously had a really troubled development cycle and you can see like all of those scars in like this uneven like weird oh, conclusion to the game where all these story this used bits to are be just a game where Luna was the main character. Where Luna, no, where Stella, a character who is not Stella, even in the yeah. final game, is the main character. Like this, Stella. This whole section uh. of the game is only like I love the ending of this game actually, but it's only because of my boys. Like if yeah. this game had less likable characters, it would be really, really bad. And the fact that I think this game is pretty average for the series has nothing to do with any of the plot stuff that happens here. It has everything yeah. to do with like just the boys. Yeah, the plot the plot itself is just a goddamn mess. It's no one such will remember a mess. this game in ten years. I've never I can't remember any game I've ever played 
where like as I'm playing it, I can clearly tell that there are like seams and weird things happening behind the scenes that like made it so weird and incoherent. But like that thing at the very beginning of this episode on the train where like it suddenly cuts and it's weeks later and now one of the people is blind. Like that's this entire third of the game. Well, like a big chunks of this game itself are to me feel like they like it's like, oh, here's some mechanics that we've added in that are new, but there's a lot of old outdated systems like how the fast travel works. And for a long time you could only pick up one hunt at a time. Oh my god. Wow. Dude, oh, wow. I'm not kidding. Holy Excuse wow. me? In the original you can I think I'm pretty sure you can only pick up one hunt at a time. That's ridiculous. I mean now it's like, like ten. You just but, hoover like, everything up at the station and go do them all. Yeah, see, this was no, you had to keep running back to the station for each one to turn it in before that's, you could get another. That's baffling. That's just really bad design. Like, there, there, there are parts of this where I could say, like, okay, I can, I wouldn't say forgive it for well, being, like the warping, being incoherent. Right? Like, return to car is effectively go to a signpost in The Witcher, but you can warp to the signpost, then warp anywhere. Yeah, I don't... Which is still bad. You should be able to warp anywhere from where anywhere, but... Yeah. It's it's just, there's so many, like, there, yeah. The fact that you couldn't, like, they just said don't run in this section of the game where you're trying to be sneaky is just, there's just so many ways in which, like, they ended you up patching run... a lot of it out, but it didn't exactly solve all the problems. The thing that made me the most mad is you can't run in Tenebrae. My, like, concluding thoughts on this game are that it's a really likable fucking mess. Like, this game is a mess. Like, this is a, a 7 out of 10 that yeah. I like a lot, yeah. despite it being a 7 out of 10. There's so much to like about this game, but it's all, like, it's all the characters. None of it is the main plot. If you only do the main plot, you don't get any of the good parts. Or the, like, That's gameplay. Like, yeah. if the gameplay is real mediocre, the plot is incoherent yeah. and bad. This gameplay is worse than Kingdom Hearts, which is another guy that the guy who made most of this game made. Yeah. How is... Yeah. Well, the, let's be honest here. The real problem with this game is Tetsuya Nomura. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah Tetsuya absolutely. Nomura is like poison. Yeah. Basically. He, I mean, this has his paw prints all over it, especially these like five chapters or whatever. This is like classic Tetsuya Nomura. Just add more proper nouns. Add more explanations for things. Add more history. Just hats on hats on hats on hats on hats. And Honestly, like, I th the main plot he does come up with at the end is, like, the cleanest one, right? Like, it's fully self-contained. It's just all at the end and not throughout the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I still wasn't even sure at the beginning of the game, like, what the purpose was after, like, oh, they say, you know, go to Altitia. You marry Luna, and then what happens? Okay. And the, but then it all turns into, oh, by the way, go pick up these weapons and go hang out with these gods. Check this out. The thing you spend 90% of the game doing doesn't matter at all to the actual plot and is totally no. arbitrary yeah. that you need uh -huh. the summons at all. <laughs> and yeah, there's a real... The, the end of this game to me feels so, like, unearned and, like, sloppy precisely because the game begins in such, like... It's missing a thing that would make this pay off emotionally. Like in every single yeah. good Final Fantasy game, you start, or most of them, you start the game yeah. in like a key location and you learn to like it or you learn something about it and then you come back to it. This is like all payoff for Insomnia. And I guess the like planting of that was Kingsglaive the movie. Which it doesn't actually do very no, well, no. actually. The majority of 
40 minutes of this two-hour movie is, like, fights and car chase scenes. And the rest of it is about characters that are never here at all. Yeah, it's very, very, very strange. The oh, I only... forgot to mention, speaking of, speaking of summons, I actually got to summon Rama against uh, Arden, which was Hell fun. Oh, ye- what? Yeah, I got the prompt and I'm like, okay. And then I summed it and then Rama just like fried him and it was great. <laughs> it didn't kill him, but it, it did a lot of damage. I know we're going to talk more about this game, but like I strongly feel that in like 15 years, no one will remember this game at all. Oh, it's like the I, most I forgettable Final Fantasy there's ever been. See, yeah, we say that, but you got to remember, there's people that have. This is going to be their first Final Fantasy. People like this game. It's for friends, uh, for for newbies and fans alike. Yeah, I mean, exactly. This game sold. It's the best selling Final Fantasy game, I think, isn't it? No, 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 no probably. No. It's like in the top three or four. It made its money back, which yeah. is pretty surprising. Like people like this game. I think they could. I think they, I really, I honestly think they could do, like, an open world more, a a Final Fantasy that plays like this and is structured like this. They could do it right. It just, can Nomura cannot be involved in it at all. Yeah, Nomura was the problem with this. Like, once they kicked him off and made the co-producer, the director, whatever, this uh, game happened. Yeah. Yeah. I want to tell you about something, Michael, that you might not know. Six years into this game's development, he saw the 2012 film. Oh, I saw, I've heard about Les this. Mis. He wanted to make the game a fucking musical. Six years into development! <laughs> they need to put that guy in a rubber fucking room somewhere and make him stop ruining good video game franchises. The Kingdom Hearts room. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> yeah, I the guess first the, yeah, Kingdom Kingdom Hearts let's, let's quarantine him to Kingdom Hearts. I... I think the rest of them have a good story, but be... No, your opinion is wrong. Sorry. Isolate him with the saga guy. I like it. I know it's bad. It's like the Kojima thing. I like what happens when you let one person do whatever they want and crawl up their own asshole narratively, but that hurts this other game about, like, hanging out with your friends and developing an emotional relationship. The difference is that Kojima knows how to tell a story. Does he, though? He does. Does he, though? No. He... Kojima is no mora for people who like Tom Clancy. No, but Kojima at least understands <laughs> like yes. story structure and like how how to develop characters. He has terrible pacing though. That's true. He has seen a movie. He's but... seen all of the movies. That's all he does. <laughs> well, he he's seen a movie and not a musical. <laughs> God, imagine if uh, Metal Gear Solid like okay, what if, what if Death Stranding was a musical? What if Death Stranding was just Here's some cutscenes and then a three-hour scrolling list of movies Kojima has seen. <laughs> that would have been the greatest troll. The greatest troll. And then at the end, it's just him sitting in a chair looking directly at you on the camera and says, did you like it? I can't believe you bought it. Yeah, or, and also, <laughs> and like, at the very end... the Kojima game. But at the very end, at the very end, your character takes a gun and you get to pull the trigger on yourself. Basically, what I'm saying is I like this kind of thing, but I want a game to either be like like the Kingdom Hearts thing. I want a game to be entirely that, or there to be none of it at all, because it poisons the actual well that is in this game. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You want him to have his own sandbox. Yeah it it needs to be the whole game needs to be this garbage, or there needs to be none of it there at all. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You need to, like either all of it or none of it, but this half and half is, doesn't benefit anyone who likes 
the bullshit or be somebody that likes a good story. In conclusion, Final Fantasy XV is a land of contrast. Like, you go hang coming. out with Cindy, and all of the cutscenes where she washes your car and the camera shoves her boobs in your face, what if instead of that, it was just, you have a quest where you go help Prompto talk to Cindy? Because that's what he's into. Wait, right? are we sure this isn't a Hideo Kojima game? Yeah, well, she doesn't breathe through her skin, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, here, here's the other, th- oh, we forgot to mention that, like, Somebody, uh, who is it that said, like, Talcott says, like, yeah, uh, Prompto's been doing hunts for her for 10 years, and he can't, yeah. she's married to her work and won't, won't be able to break through? But why? <gasps> I don't know. <laughs> why would you get married in the post-apocalypse? She didn't, well, I mean, it was, a, not literally married, but yeah, the no. idea is, but like, like what she, I'm she's too is Prompto has a desire that you could, like, design quiet time for Noctis and Prompto around. And those things exist. Like, you could hang out with Iris on the town with Gladio instead of it being a weird thing where you creep on his sister even though you're already engaged. Oh, one thing I... Well, she creeps She creeps on you. Yeah. Oh, you, can, you can be into it. I yeah. mean, yeah. One, th- one thing I want to say, though, is that this game has, like, the everything in the kitchen sink in it. Like, this game is yeah. every other Final Fantasy put together. It, it does have really good fishing. It, I mean, it has the plot of Final Fantasy X. It has, like, the world, basically, of Final Fantasy VI and VII. It, so with the plot of X, is it, which is daddy issues? <laughs> it's uh, Death Yeah, March. there's some daddy issues. I mean, it has... you do kill a giant whale <laughs> in Kingslave anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just, I mean, game's a mess. I don't know. I'm glad I played it for the podcast, or else I probably never would have gotten around to it. Wait, you played this for our podcast? Yeah, I owned it um, before, but I put it down after like 10 hours. And Also, yeah. I love that the Steam logo on Big Picture is actually from the ending cutscene of the game. It's where Noctis is barely holding onto the sword and the crystal is flying around him. Uh-huh. I was hoping it would be the picture that you took. No, I wish. Meet oh, that would be so good! <laughs> Uh, that would yeah, that would be an excellent oh. patch. Oh man! Eat, sleep, meteor, or eat, sleep, breathe, well, meteor. breathe, meteor. They, I guess <laughs> I, I guess one. they can't do that because that picture comes from the Steam database and not local files yeah. that they install. No, but you know what's going to happen so though. though? If, did you did you take a screenshot? No, because if you take a screenshot, it's going to be in your background next time you click on the game. Yeah. I might have accidentally dropped my keyboard and pressed F12 in the process, but whatever. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Well, Michael, do you have any plugs you want to share with the listeners? uh, Support your local Urban Debate League, urbandebate.org. They're very useful. They help students do that. Mm -hmm. I'll try to find some links to that, put it in the show notes. No new plugs for... I mean, we've started recording uh, the Boku No Stop Premium on JoJo's our adventure and where we find out that matt is the only person on our podcast network who doesn't like wild wild west it's not good well, it's a fun it's so movie good. fuck you it's so fun wait are, are you talking about the movie the yeah. movie oh Man, that movie's that movie fun. rules that it's... movie's terrible <laughs> congratulations I, I... there are two of you now it's two to six uh-huh I'm not saying you can't and like derive any joy from it, but to call it good in any real measure is 
kind of just like all this game good in any real I didn't measure. call it filmically amazing. I called it a good movie as in a movie you can watch and have an, <laughs> and, and enjoy it. That's what good uh, means. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, JoJo's, takes fun, so. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, but you have to pay us to uh, listen to that, which you can do at going to uh, goatseefund.me or patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. You should go to goatseefund.me, though, because it makes me feel good when on my Google Analytics I see that they got traffic. Uh-huh. Uh, Phil? Uh, I'm still at uh, pun.zone, although there's nothing there right now. That's okay, and, this won't uh, come up for months. Yeah, but I won't do anything for months, so it evens out. Mm-hmm. And then I'm um, at, uh, uh, when I do start streaming again, I'll be at uh, twitch.tv slash redphoenix122. You can listen to Magmar Sucks. Uh, podcast where we stack rank, stack rank all Pokemon based on how interesting their Pokédex flavor is. If you're still listening at the four-hour mark, I'm sorry. We're not. We're cutting this in half. I'm, I'm definitely cutting this in half. Matt's I don't hate myself that much. Copy and paste all of our plugs and put it at the end of the other one. Uh-huh. That's it. Next episode, we will be talking about the dungeons and extra content. It's like, not extra content, like post-game stuff. There's a couple of... Uh, level 99 hunts that we're going to talk about uh some super bosses that we're not going to fight but are going to talk about because they're terrible uh it's all terrible actually the next episode is about bad content don't do any of it do not play (laughs) along with it for the show should have told me that Uh before except the adamantoids i like the platform i like the platforming dungeon actually you should definitely play adamantoids because it's a terrible fight and it'll probably get glitched out Switch to Prompto, be level 99, equip the infinite machine gun ammo accessory, and then just obliterate it in, like, ten minutes. It can't hurt you, and you kill it really fast. (laughs) Until it glitches out, and you still have to redo it. See you guys. Bye. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows well what can i say Guys, 
They're the best.